and welcome to the Orchard Church Family Ministry Podcast. My name is Jason Holmes, and I serve as the family's pastor at the Orchard Church, where we are helping you make disciples in the home. Now, this podcast and all of its previous episodes can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google, or wherever you find your podcast. Now, recently, we've had some incredible guests, and today we have a return visitor. His name is Ben Sticker, and he's a longtime friend, even a former student of mine way back in the day. Ben Sticker, how are you, brother? I'm doing well, Jason. It's good to see you again, and thank you for having me on again. Man, absolutely. So, Ben, today we're going to have a little fun. I'm just going to cut to the chase, and I'm just going to ask you a bunch of fun questions, okay? It's going to be kind of a popcorn variety, and you just give me the answers that come to mind. So, what have been some of your nicknames through the years? Give me, give me five. <laughs> uh, so we'll st- I'm going to expose myself. We'll start when I was younger. Bingo is what my dad okay. called me. Uh, ben Man is a nickname I've had. Uh, um, Sticky Boy is one that your kids have given me. So a shout out to the Holmes kids. Sticky was a nickname of mine in school. That's where it kind of came from. And I still have some friends that call me that that just can't let it die. And, uh, uh, my beautiful, sweet husband is what my wife calls me, unless she watches that, and that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, Jordan, we love you, and we totally understand. All right. All right. How about this? One person that has influenced me the most in life is? Wow. Um, you know, certainly uh, you fit that mold, but I look, for the fo- podcast Not form, region. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's the 20. Good answer. Right? No, I've had, I would say that my grandfather was somebody for me, and not necessarily in a spiritual realm. And you know some of that story, Jason. But he was a he was a big time morals guy and lead by example in the in this life. And so certainly I have spiritual folks in my life for that aspect. But I think there is there's value in today's culture and climate to to also kind of marry the moral side of things. The Bible even speaks to that and the spiritual side of things. So I really glean a lot of the wisdom he gave me and he's been, uh, he's passed away, been, been dead for about four years now. Yeah. Um, but some of that wisdom uh, came from him and certainly a lot of my life decisions, uh, specifically the ones that don't involve the spiritual aspect. After I bathe those in prayer, I go to some of the wisdom he's given me. Yeah, that's good. Three words that describe you, Ben, are? Uh, Outgoing, I would hope. Um, um, listener, I really try to strive to be a listener uh, and and an idea guy. I want to be called an idea guy, and I've gotten that before, and I like that title. That's good. How about this? Two things. Two things you're good at are. <laughs> oh man, two things I'm good at. Uh, I would love to say that that I'm I'm doing really good at this whole dad thing. I love uh, I love being a dad. That's been really fun. I've only been a dad for a little over four years now, uh, so being a dad and uh, and and I really I, I love being a I love being a learner. Um, you know, maybe not sitting in the classroom, but I want to hear about you. I'm, I want to be on the side that you have me on right now, that you get yeah. to be on. I want to be the question asker, but I'm willing to be the answerer, if you will, too. Today, you especially do, right? Because you don't know what questions <laughs> I'm asking. Oh. <laughs> That's good. All right. How about this? Just simple, simple answer. Ben, do you like to lead? I love to lead. Yes. What does that mean? I, I believe that God has called us into leadership. And uh, and if God has called us into leadership, I want to do what God's called me to do. And uh, specifically in ministry, God's called me to ministry. And so 
um, I want to I want to lead right now. I, this is a time where we need more leaders, and that's not to 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 be you know a promoter, if you will. But man, I'm I'm trying my best to seek the Lord every day and to 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 be around like-minded people as far as the gospel is concerned right now. And so, my goodness, if I'm doing those things, I, I think that's the least I could do is to to live out God's mandate for my life and to lead. So I want to do it because Jesus told me to. That's good. That's good, Ben. Hey, let me ask you this. Do you have folks that hold you accountable in life with tough questions? Yes, I do. Uh, so I, I, you want me to keep going? Sure. <laughs> so yeah, I've got some tears in my life, uh, T-I-E-R-S. Mm-hmm. I've got some that are local, uh, certainly accountability guys that are local. That's important. Uh, and, uh, and then, Jason, you certainly fit the mold where – um, you're hours away, but, but you have always, uh, lived out, you know, as iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another in my life. Thank you for that, by the way. I know you weren't reaching there either, but that's something that I tell my folks, honestly, and I've used you by name even because some of my people know you because I want my people to know good people and you are good people. But, uh, yes, I have folks in my life that would ask the tough questions and do ask the tough questions. Mm-hmm. Tell me two ways in life, Ben, that Jesus has changed your life. Well, Jesus saved me, and I can. That's pretty broad brush, you know. But uh, but call not the just call now, for, ministry, but forever. Yeah, I'm telling you, the call to ministry was big. It was huge in my life. It was um, I, that was not even on my radar. Uh, you know this because you were my student pastor for some time. You, you know, maybe maybe prophetically you saw some glimpses, and I know that you and my mother shared a lot of prayer times together for me. And thank you for those moments as well. But I didn't see it coming, and so. Uh, Jesus changed my life through salvation, certainly, and that should probably be all of our answer, number one. But he changed my life, you know, with the call to ministry and, and even the, the the pathway that he got me there to where I met my bride in, in that navigation point, if you will. Um, so, yes. How, how often do you think, Ben, you share parts of the, that story? How, how often do you think you share the hope that is found in Jesus. How often do you point others to that hope that's found in Jesus? Wow. Uh, not enough, but I hope all of us would answer not enough. I think if you said, Oh, I do a great job that you, you need to do better. Um, I, man, I think it's funny. I, but you I are a pastor, you are intentional. Yes. So you don't no 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 humble route here. Just, you know, give me an idea. Well, I think Jason, it, Daily? I think it, Yes. And I think that it tears from if you're going to so daily, let's go daily. If you're going to share the hope. Right. Mm-hmm. And we believe that the gospel is the hope and the yes. only hope. It's the only hope that will bring resolve. Mm-hmm. You first start with the word and then start with the work. Start with mm-hmm. the work that God has done. Start go next to the work that God has done in your life. I mean, he's get that. My testimony was not created by me. It was created by Jesus. And so if I start with the word first and then I go to the work that he's done, well, the most the most distinct work that I have is the testimony that he's put that, that he's brought me through. All right. So let me ask you this. I know that you and I have very similar philosophies of ministry. We've we readily not just with our words, but with our mouth. I mean, not just with our our mouths, but also our lives. We say things like you matter. You're important. Those things. What are two ways you live that out with people? So that they don't a, get lost in the crowd. Yeah. Well, I think you've got to be a good listener, first off. I mean, if somebody's going to truly matter, 
you've got to be able to lend them your ear, if you will. And in return, you're kind of lending your heart as well as you're, you're laboring with them, as you're spurring them on uh, in love and good deeds, as the Bible says. Uh, so I think you've got to be a good listener. But I also think that a way that you can show that value is to be present. Um, I don't think we're present enough. I, I don't think I'm present enough in some moments. And so whether that's with my family, you know, I could certainly detail that picture out and spend hours talking about that. I mean, there, there are some, I, I've got to at times put the smartphone down, right. And, and, and show my kids and my wife that they're more important than an iPhone. And, and same thing with my church family and with my community that God's called me to right now. Yeah, that's great. All right. Let me ask you one more question, Ben. How, how much do you make an impact for the kingdom of God? Do you make an impact for the kingdom of God? And then how does that play out in life? Well, so I've seen fruit. So I, 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 I trust that I am making an impact. I want to die trying. You know, I, I don't want to like necessarily that. hit this, this, this plateau, if you will, and say, you know, well, I, th- I've had a good run. So now it's time to focus on me. I want to, I want to get to the end of my life and, and I want the Lord to look at me and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And so, yeah. yes, we're yeah. seeing some fruit right now in ministry. Uh, and and praise God for that. Uh, certainly want to see more because it's not about you know greater is He that is in me. We don't want to do this That's for right. our own glory, but for His glory. And and God, we don't want you to be done yet. Ben, I want you to know as as your former student pastor, I I've, I've said this: you are a disciple who makes disciples who makes disciples. I've seen the impact you've had in other people's lives. I've seen the impact that the people that you've in, invested in now have made in other people's lives, and so you are a picture of that. I think when I think of you, Ben, I well, one, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of just your your heart for the gospel, your heart for others, your heart for discipleship. We've said these things before. You're part of my family. And yes, you married Jordan, who was already a part of my family. And so that makes it even better. And, and now the ripples out and the families of the families and all, all of those sorts of things. But then when I think of you, I think of that Second Corinthians 5, that, that section that says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. And all this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us that ministry of reconciliation. That is in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their own trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. So we've got the ministry and we've got the message. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us. So therefore, we implore you on behalf of God to be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Ben, you are indeed a disciple who makes disciples who makes disciples. And so, you know, today, now you had no idea what we were doing. But I, I through the years as you as student pastor, I would always get heart checks with students along the way. And I happened to find in the archives this sheet right here, which oh, wow. was Ben John Benton sticker as an eleventh grader. And let's just play this out for a second, okay? Wow. Now, now the the funny thing about this, you had no idea, but the funny thing about this was just the amount 
the, the way that God's impacted and changed and shaped your life since this time. And I wanted to do this as an encouragement to families and parents out there. I Yes, we joke. I remember spending, spending time in communication with your mother and just reminding her to pray and pray and pray. And, uh, and the Lord was faithful, and the Lord is faithful. But I just want this to be an encouragement to other parents and families out there, caregivers, those that, that are in charge of, uh, of students in their home, that the Lord is faithful, and he has began a good work, and you will carry it on to the day of completion. Now, listen, let's just look at a couple of these way, the ways that you answered this as an 11th grader, some of these same questions. Yes, we had some fun with the nicknames, you know, Sticky Boy, Sticky, all those things. But back in the day, you were known as Ben, Stud, and Baby, you know. I'm sweating. Uh, I'm so nervous uh, right now. <laughs> ben, ben, as an 11th grade student. Now, listen. For those at home, we've talked about your testimony before. We've talked yeah. about the way that the Lord transforms your life. And so I'm not making light of the way that you were living and the way that your heart was responding to Christ as an 11th grader. What I am saying is I am putting all the glory and the credit and giving all the honor back to Jesus because he has shaped, changed your life and shaped you. Now, you are a new creation. That old is gone and the new has come. So let's look at this, though. The one person that has influenced you most was indeed your granddad. Of course, we know oh, wow. I know the story of your granddad. And so I'd love to, to spend some time and let you break that down with some of the folks listening at home. Words that describe Ben Sticker. Outgoing. So funny. You said that again. Funny and athletic. Of course, you were a pitcher on the baseball team back in the day, and you probably My wore that uniform any, any time you could to get folks to look at you. But here's what I think is interesting. Do you like to lead? Now, we talked about leading, and of course you are, Ben. You lead, you, you lead countless number of people in life, let alone to Christ. But in that day, as an 11th grader, you said, no, I don't like to lead. In fact, you wrote out next to it, it totally depends on the situation. Now, see how the Lord was even at work in your heart even at that time. And so, again, I just want to encourage parents, don't give up. Pray, pray, pray. Here's another one. Let's see. Do you have someone that holds you accountable in life? You said yes at that time. At the time, you gave Mitch and Cole shout outs. You know, uh, I, I remember those guys, you know. Yes. How about this? We talked about the idea of you matter. We talked about the idea of you are important, right? And making sure people don't fall through the cracks, don't slip through the cracks. That idea, you and I both have that heart where we don't want anybody to come onto the campus. And by the time they leave, people say, well, nobody talked to me or, or those type things. And we give our lives we leverage our lives for the sake of the gospel. We leverage our lives for the sake of others. We let people be family. We've talked about that, you and I, together, and you also do that. It's funny, though, because something as simple as would I be willing to greet people at the elevator so no one gets lost in the crowd? And you wrote, maybe, you know, <laughs> like, maybe, you know. But just a reminder, how about yeah. this? Would you be willing to share your story? And what's your story? The story of Jesus in your life. And you wrote, no, dot, 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 well, possibly, you know? And then finally, how about this? I want to make an impact for the church. Do you, as an 11th grade Ben Sticker, do you want to make an impact? Do you want to leverage your life for the sake of the gospel? Do you want to leverage your life for others? Do you want to make an impact in the kingdom? And you wrote, I, it's funny. The choices were yes, no, or not yet. And you wrote 
soon, but still thinking. Now listen, here we go. We walk through that sheet. Now that's, that's taking you back in memory lane. And I, you had no idea I was doing that. But again, and I want to get your response on that, your first response. But again, I just want parents to be encouraged because here you are. You're one that I would trust. I trust with my own kids, you know, for you and your life and your heart, your words, your actions, your life to point them to the hope found only in Jesus. And that is the overflow of your life. You genuinely do love the Lord, love people, and make disciples. And you are a disciple who makes disciples who makes disciples. And so as, a, as an encouragement to those families and parents out there, do not give up. You are the primary discipler in your home, but the church is coming alongside you in partnership, coming alongside your family in ministry. And so instill the word, teach them about prayer, point them to the hope family only in Jesus. And one day, you too will be talking potentially to your son or daughter, and they will be making an incredible impact in the kingdom of God. Ben, give me your initial thoughts to that. Wow. Uh, that's my initial thought is, wow. You know, Jason, I, I mean, no, I didn't know that was coming. And and yes, there was a little bit of a, when I saw the top of that sheet and, and realized <laughs> what you were doing, because spoiler alert, I used the same sheets with with teenagers through the years that I've I've had a chance to pastor, and, and yeah, I, I mean I I if you would have asked me what I put, the reality of it is I would have erred on the negative side. I even said a minute ago when the answer was maybe I said nope, you know, but but I, I, what I love is kind of the what happened after. Obviously, I love where I am now versus where I was. If anyone's in Christ, the old's gone, the new has come, and praise God, the new came. But what I love, Jason, is the process that you helped me through. Uh, and, and, and instead of when I came to you as a 19-year-old and, and really wanted to take a shift, if you will, yeah. back towards Jesus, right? Yeah. And, and I would call that my salvation story, right? right. I was eight years right. old right. when I got saved and walked the aisle. But Jesus changed my heart as a 19-year-old yeah. on, on January 1st. And, and, and so I, you didn't throw me the keys to the kingdom, if you will, so to speak. Uh, ministry was still not quite on the table. But what you did is you loaded me up in your 90s Pathfinder, and we took trips together. There was no air conditioning. And so you, you got right. close to true, right? <laughs> and so there, there were, you would ask those questions, and you didn't immediately start with, well, ditch this and ditch that and stop doing this. But we worked into that and organically discipleship started happening. And you were asking me questions like, what are you reading? And I probably was answering with nothing, you know, Twitter, because sports it was just coming. From, yeah, Sports Illustrated, you know, ESPN.com. And so you moved me to the word and you moved me to to books that maybe we that we could go through together. And we did. And so the the what I glean from it almost brings me to an emotion really and truly because there is a man like if you would have put that guy in front of me in ministry and said like does this guy have hope there are moments I might have gone no not right now but but that's just a good sobering reminder of well no all of us have hope and all of us have an opportunity to be redeemed and it's the process it's 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 what your heart's cry is of making disciples that'll make disciples if you will and so yeah, not only thank you, that's a that's a given, but wow, what a process that that folks that are listening to the sound of my voice, whether you're on the sphere of influence that in Jason's life or whether I've shared this and you're listening or somebody else in this world, get you somebody in your world and start with the local church that will help you get through that path to say, you know, 
man, I want to, I want to be in that realm of a Jesus follower that's changing lives. Well, there's process that goes with that. Jesus can and will, and not only can and he will, will he, he wants to change your life, but work through those discipleship processes too. And so, wow, what a, what, what a trip. And I'm, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for your heartbeat for ministry, for your partnership in the gospel, for the work of Christ in you and through you. And I'm thankful that you get to invest in kids like my own these days, like my own personal kids, old Uncle Ben. And so I'm, I just want you to know how, how proud I am of you. And don't give up. Keep pressing on. Keep making disciples who make disciples who make disciples. So, Ben, any any last words that you want to give out there? Any 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 encouragement? What would Sonya Sticker say to the parents out there right now? In conclusion, yeah, my mom, uh, who is Sonya Sticker, just believes in the power of prayer. I mean, she is a prayer warrior, uh, and and it's and it's funny at times, you know, in our spheres of ministry. Uh, prayer is my mom's weapon. I mean, it's all of our weapons, but man, she leans to it. And so, you know, parents out there that are listening and for whatever reason, uh, because that list that Jason just read is 13 years old, at least uh, at this point in life, as you're listening to this podcast, um, I don't know where we got out of making our our kids and our teenagers specifically uh, be a part of the local body. But could we get back into it? Because there were some Wednesday nights and some Sunday mornings that I didn't want to be there either. But I, there was a forcefulness that my parents gave because I do live under their roof. And, and you know, they're the, they're the parents and their mom and dad, and they said so. And so my mom believed in the power of prayer, and she was constantly praying for me in accountability groups of her own and Bible studies of her own with my student pastor at the time. But not only that, she was she was not she was force feeding it at times but in a very loving and gracious way and saying, you know what, this is really not even on the table for you to skip. So you're going to be there. So we're not going to have that argument, you know, let's go and let's go be a part. And, and the parameters were set. And so praise God, those parameters were set because there were some, there were some strong moments of accountability and there were aha moments that I had as a high school student uh, in the student ministry at, at our previous church together there, Jason, where um, it clicked. It, the connection points still happened in 19. You know, and so maybe you're sitting there as a parent there and, and forgive the potential ramble here that I'm going through. And maybe you do have a 17 year old or 18 year old um, or, or maybe you have a 24 year old that you're still constantly praying for. Um, you don't get to determine the connection point. And when that hits, God's called us to plant seeds and, and God has called us to continue to plant seeds. We don't stop there. And so uh, my seeds took a little bit longer to grow um, and, and, and praise God that they did. And praise God for folks like my mom and you and many others that were in my corner pulling for me. And by God's sovereign hand, he rules over all creation, big and small. And so, man, yep. I'm thankful for the way that he's at work in our lives and um, and has a plan, not just for today, but forever. And so thank you, Ben, for being on the Orchard Family Ministry podcast um, as a reminder this podcast and all of its previous episodes can be found on Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you find your podcast. We are indeed helping you make disciples in the home. You can be sure to like and subscribe this podcast so you're so you're sure not to miss any of the future episodes. And as always, if you have a suggestion or a topic that we'd like to discuss, you can email me, jason.holmes at theorchardchurch.com. So Ben, as we go, whether you're an 11th grader or anywhere in between, let's love God, love others, and make disciples. Sound good, buddy? Sounds good. Thanks, Jason, for having me on.
Thanks, man. Appreciate you, buddy. How about that for a spin move, huh? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Look, I don't – there's not much that makes me squirm, but, boy, did I squirm. I, I mean, that – look at that handwriting, too. Like, I mean, it just – it – it uh, man, 